musicians and man caves. How do? Welcome to the podcast Musicians and Man Caves with Chris, Tom, Alex and me, Paul, otherwise known as Nottingham Band Dread of Monkey. As the band is nearing its 10th anniversary, we decided we should do something completely different, talking crap for a change. We spend a third of our rehearsal each week talking anyway, so we thought, why not stick a mic in front of us and have a laugh? And all the ideas floating around in our four little hairy heads, and let's see where it takes us. So the idea is to pick three topics each week and ramble on. So sit back and relax. Welcome and enjoy Musicians and Man Caves. The podcast today, the first topic is cars and bikes. So every week, a new electric car appears on the market, but they are too expensive. Are they as clean to the environment as they appear? So opinions on electric cars, gentlemen. Uh, everyone glances at me because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we know I'm, I'm going to reel off on this one. <laughs> um, well, as I was saying before, we actually started recording this. Um, you know, it's all well and good. You know, we're looking for cleaner solutions to the environment. You know, I get that because you know, eventually, you know, the world's going to be snowed under or volcanic, or you know, Trump's going to drop a new. We don't know, but something's <laughs> going to happen. But what, you get these people who are environmentalists, you know, banging on you. Know, if I drive a battered old Volvo, you know, does about 20 miles per gallon, you know, that's killing polar bears, can't drive that. But what a lot of people don't seem to realise is, is you know, the, the amount of travelling and, um, you know, work that goes into creating these, you know, the batteries, you know, transporting materials from, say, China to then... You know, in Canada, maybe where or whichever way around the May, but all the transporting all over the world. Then you've got all the um, sort of industrial techniques and stuff of making all these batteries and the different clever metals. And you don't realise that actually, in making that one car has probably done more damage than my car has done for the last eight years. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, Christopher, you've got um, a hybrid, is it? Not fully yeah. electric, so it's hybrid. Hybrid, yeah. What's, what's the there. point of that? What's what's the use? So basically, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all got petrol led cars, haven't we? So yeah, the hybrid thing is a little bit. Is it a bit of a sales pitch, basically, to show that the manufacturers are doing something, mm. but actually they're not much better than a normal car? Basically, what it gives you, my particular car, has got a little, a little electric motor as well mm. as the petrol engine. And that just assists the engine to give it a boost. And so you get a better miles per gallon. You get better, more efficient. So it's a bit like Viagra. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, like without it, it's like it's not Flurries, like yeah. I, I feel it's pain. Then when you put the electric motor on, it's pretty quick. So mm-hmm. mine's a bit of a halfway house. It's not really... You know, I don't think it's doing much. Well, you get a lot more miles per gallon, don't you? That's the yeah, whole point of it, yeah. you do. But, like Alex said, you've got the manufacturing of the battery pack, which is only very small in my particular car, and then you've got the electric motor adding weight to the car, so you're carrying around that extra weight. Is it really mm. worth it? But I think, personally, I'm full electric. I'm all for, for that. But battery technology is a thing like you say to manufacture them and they're using I think they use um, Tom you might know this 
Is it cobalt they use a lot in, in lithium ion batteries? Okay, so this is cobalt, no I think. I know it's a precious yeah. metal, it's very difficult yeah. to extract. Yeah. Which. Kryptonite. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Today, about 40% of cobalt is used to make rechargeable batteries, and graphite, there's about 54 kilograms of graphite in every battery. Uh, for example, the Tesla Model S. Just to clear that up, thank you. But they are working on solid state batteries and stuff, which are going to be a lot safer. I don't, I don't know the technology that goes yeah. into them, it. You've got to be a chemist, really, to know all about that. But that's mm. they're trying to improve that a lot and reduce weight and reduce the use of precious metals and all that mm. sort of thing and also how far you can travel on yeah. one battery yeah so like how much um, power it can store in that for that size of battery yeah. but I think that I think that if it, if it was all electric cars driving around it's really hard to say because the the energy to charge that car is going to be produced in the yes. right way yeah. that's the, the big yeah. thing but I was quite surprised recently I heard that in this country in the UK where we are a third of our energy now is produced by renewables already, which I was surprised. I didn't think it was anywhere near that much. Mm -hmm. That's quite a lot. And we live on a windy island, which is great for like wind power and offshore wind. And all too that. many beans, mate. So, I've had beans this morning. Yeah, so. too many beans. Too many beans. So if you can produce it in the right way, it could be great in that sense. The big thing is I heard a story recently that there was a young girl, I think she was about eight years old, that lived in America somewhere. And she, she lived next to a really busy highway, mm. or like a, we would call a motorway. Her house was pretty close to that. And she was severely asthmatic. And she ended up dying of an asthma attack, which is obviously pretty rare. Mm -hmm. But she died. I, I can't remember where it was. I think it was maybe last year or not too long ago. And it all came out in the press fairly recently because of they connected her death categorically really to her living next to that road mm -hmm. so they look back on her asthma attacks mm. and when they occurred and they occurred when the road was busy and apparently they've I, i'm not sure who's so done it's to it, do with the fumes of smoke but apparently they've made the made a connection it's going through like a lawsuit or whatever okay and they reckon they've made this connection that's definitely to do with that busy road and when it was busy certain times of the day i mean and she's died from it so that could be the great thing about electric cars that we haven't got that that localized pollution, pollution. Yeah, sorry, in yeah. the cities, know you, you know that kind of thing. Especially where diesels, I think they're one of the worst. But well, it's zero emissions is what they're trying emissions. to achieve in it. Mm. But I mean, having it, it, it produced in the right way is, is key. Obviously, if you've got mm. massive power coal um, coal powered fire st uh, power stations everywhere, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. that's not going to yeah, be any it, better. It's, yeah, it's defeating the object. So really, that's yeah. the key thing. But it could be cleaner air. Well, I mean. Years ago, they got rid of four-star petrol and changed to unloaded petrol. That's yeah. That's the kind of I know yeah. it's completely different because it's not electric car, but no, it's a similar. It's a similar sort of step thing. forward. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Catalytic yeah. converters have made a big difference. Mm. Tell you what, I did see a good photo of actually on Facebook. I saw a picture of a Tesla being charged up by a crappy little petrol generator at the side of the road. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> I really thought cool. that was brilliant. Petrol generator? Yeah, li li little fartars petrol mm. generator. I thought that was brilliant. Wouldn't yeah. that be a better fuel instead of using petrol? Couldn't we spend our time looking for Me personally, I, fuel? I think the hydrogen well, was... Hydrogen's a big one. I, I thought hydrogen. the 85 stuff, mm. which is not really. race cars. It's not taken off though, in terms of I don't know why. No, not I mean, too clued up on that. But you could bring a water engine in. 
But then people would be moaning there'd be no water left. Yeah. So, you know, there's got to be some pros and cons to everything you produce anyway. And also, don't forget, you know, the big petrol companies. Don't forget how much serious pull petrol companies have in the world because they run everything, basically. Uh, they, 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 they run the world. The tax on it. That's it. Incredible, so, you, it? You know, We've gone to are, war for oil. Yeah, they are going <laughs> to do everything they can to dig their heels and to drag any of this kind of change out. Apparently mm-hmm. what they're doing, though, on, on that, um, the the big sort of petrol company. I know Shell are investing in charging stations, so apparently that's what they're yeah, going yeah. into. So for charging electric cars, mm. I think basically in Europe, there's there's some legislation. Paul, you might know about this as well. Some legislation coming in. I don't in, know in, a lot to be fair. <laughs> I don't really. Go on. 2020 is it a couple of years time 2020 I mean we listen to the podcast quite daily don't we EV daily EV daily electric vehicles and all that and uh, yeah I think it's is it the biggest thing is Audi it's the Volkswagen group Volkswagen group which own Audi Mm, or the bank group they're having to get the cars out by 2020 as part of the I think all manufacturers are in I think it's any cars produced in the European Union I think Mm. So they're going to be fine. That's another story for, for another day. Are we still in the European Union? Well, we're not. Brexit. Shortly, we won't be. No, like exactly. Brexit and everything, but mm. apparently soon they're going to be forced. They're being forced already, basically, to produce electric cars because mm. they're going to be fine for anything that is using fossil fuels or produces well, I mean, any I know this is kind of a deviation from it, but it's like this big plastics thing that's in the news at the minute about mm. oceans, you know, with plastic of a... <laughs> <laughs> Don't let Sonia see you. Blow down a t-shirt. Comes out the bottom. <laughs> For those listening, Alex has just snorted on a. What is it? Snorted. He can't breathe because he didn't blow it down. Is any sick? Yeah, so I to hold it in the lungs long enough that you don't see anything coming out. I learnt this trick. Yeah, where has it come out? Uh, no, no, it just, it just doesn't it doesn't come out as a mist. I learned this trick at work, so I walk past me half smoking. Anyway, we're going up on that. What, what was that about? Plastics. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big thing about mm. these plastics. I think eventually everything will be electric. All the, every car or whatever vehicle will be electric. If they can produce a lorry that can be fully electric, I think that's... Tesla are doing it already, aren't they? They're, they're trying to. Well, it's already it. done, but yeah. they're, they're, it's in development. Mm. They, yeah, call, yeah. they call it the... Uh, they call it out in America, a big lorry. Uh, semi. So semi, um, yeah. Semi. semi, I think they call it. They, they're doing it. Truck. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I mean, as a concept, the electric motor is brilliant. It's almost flawless. When yeah. you look at it, as yeah. in how efficient it is, you know, how much torque it produces. It's 90-something percent efficient, Yeah, I that's think, what I mean. In terms of the energy yeah. you get from the battery. Well, that's a petrol engine. Oh, God, probably, yeah, about 40. Yeah. I think diesel's a bit Burns more. off more than it uses. It's it? a lot of noise diesel's and heat. Diesel's a bit better in, in terms of efficiency. Mm. But mm. petrol, I think, is like 40 or 38 yeah. or something. So, you know, as, as a concept and as a piece of engineering, the electric motor is fantastic. I mean, mm. I've, I've got um, you know, a DeWalt battery drill at home. It's 18 volt. And it produces something like 60 newton metres of torque. I mean, I could, I could make a little go-kart and use my drill to go to the That's shop on it if I really wanted. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the motor is probably half the size of my hand. I'll tell you what, I saw a, a video on this, this electric supercar, which is called the Rimac. And it's no, absolutely amazing. That. Like, I saw a video on it. And Rimac. it's got 1900 <laughs> Rimac. Yeah. It's like some of your bleacher arse. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's, it's a shame, isn't it? Rimac? Rimac? No, it's Rimmel. Rimmel. No, it's an eyeliner. 
I think we've just named some it's of the biggest the brands name. ever. Come in, there are other brands out there, aren't there? Different anal bleaches. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But no, it's got like 1,940 horsepower. What? But it's a crazy amount. What, of... for an arse cleaner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ridiculous. That is well, mental, isn't when it? They, when they show the you... talk on that, though? ridiculous!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!!
That'd be, that'd be me. What about a dream car? Oh, a dream car. Well, you've got a different question later, haven't you? What was your favourite car? Uh, next question, that, actually, we, question? Can, we can lead off this question. Is it, uh, best car or bike owned? Okay, so I'm I'm not going to choose that one, because it's one I've had. But one dream, yeah, but you can still dream car. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll come back to you, Chris. What about Alex? Alex, bike? See, mine's quite easy. <laughs> bike... I'd, I'd have to have a big Bangor one, but I'd have to turbo it myself. I'd have okay. to have a turbo on it. So the people who don't know bikes and cars, big Bangor what is one. a big Bangor one? Um, it's basically a 1,000cc superbike with a cross-plane crank. Churns out about 190 brake. As fast fun. as uh, Rita at Alton Towers? Um, f- fast enough that if, if I come off, there won't be anything left, and that's what I want in a bike. <laughs> so just be, just be a steam. Just be yeah, a bike going down the road it. and no bike. There'll just be a, a leather bag of broken bones of Alex, mm-hmm. and that's fine. I'm okay with that. Okay, what about dream car? Uh, dream car, and again, this is easy. I would have a 1998 RX7 FD, but it'd have to have the four-rotor Mazda engine in it. So we know what you do on a night. Mazda RX-7 though. Yeah, Mazda RX-7. Because you know exactly favorite. what what you want. I, I know exactly what I want. If you ask him what he wants for his tea, he ain't got a clue. Uh, what, what is that? Whatever's in the fridge because it's normally empty. So I just root around and hope for something. Bread. <laughs> no, I don't have any bread in my house. I tend to have butter but no bread. I don't know why. So linking those topics again, the best car or bike you've owned. <clears throat> I mean, for me, mm. Nissan Micra. This animal. It was just so comfortable, and it just the seats were so nice. Rubbish. Which one though? Absolutely Which one? rubbish. Pilot. So you're talking about the really like early nineties? Uh, yeah, what would it be? Mark two. I don't know if it's a Mark two. Mark maybe. one, Mark two. Don't like, know. The like one a square shape. We basically thing. built was um, yeah. three wheels on it. <laughs> we had it off a of, mate. Was it for about twenty quid? Or twenty quid, I think. Twenty five. Um, three wheels on it, half an engine. I remember it didn't have the top of the engine. And it had a massive hole in the boot. Yeah, why was there a big hole in I the boot? I don't know, but we, we found some mesh, some like wire mesh, that um, you could use to wrap your sandwiches in. It was that thin. And we filled it with filler. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of filler. But what was the secret behind it was, we used a number plate to cover this filler, and then you couldn't see it. But the problem is, if you went round the corner, it would probably just fall off. <laughs> or down the bumpy and track bit, somewhere. And I sold that car and made a profit. But that was the best car I ever had. It It was really cool, actually. It was a cool car. It was great. Um, So I haven't really owned anything expensive because I can't afford anything. But is that Tom? Um, My little red MR2. Is it Mark III? Mark II. Yeah, yeah. The last one they made before the facelift, I think. Yeah, Yeah. six gears. Mark III. Yeah, because my dad bought it off you. And then later Has he still got it? Uh, no, uh, it, it died. Is it? I thought died. you still had it. No. Um, basically, what happened was, um, you know, you had the engine replaced because it went bang. the engine up. Yeah, well, um, the pistons are basically overhauled again, and I just said, I'm not sorting it for you. It's not worth it. Um, but all the front end had basically started to rock because there was nothing under there. Because obviously, the engine's mid-engine. Engine's mid-engine. Yeah. Engine. yeah. And it just got there to a little boot in the front? Yes. Yeah, it was about as big as a rucksack. Yeah, it was useless. Yeah, it was pointless, yeah. Fuel tank in the front, I'm guessing. No, that was in the no, back. The back. Yeah. Why didn't they it give you a bit more room? It was plastic with a little bit yeah, it, in and that was it. It, it was plastic, oh. literally. You the plastic off, it was just hollow. Yeah, nothing. So they couldn't give you, they could have given you the whole front, basically, and they didn't. Yeah. They, they gave you sort of the size of a shoe. 
It's nice car to what, drive though. It, could it only was get a lovely car to drive. It was a bit slow. It had no power. Yeah, it was a bit slow, but it handled lovely. So just one shoe is allowed in the yeah. car then. Well, you yeah, a by size 12, yeah, you might get one in. Take the shoe. You could floor it and dump the clutch and nothing happened. No, but you did manage to uh, 180 on an island. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is a great on that corner. I think that's what it is. So oh, I'm, down near Morrison's there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I, I didn't have enough power to spin it on a corner. In mm. second gear, doing about 30. I think that will conclude yeah. um, cars and bikes for this topic. Oh, so you, we'll have a... oh, you, you didn't do his favourites? Did. Oh, well, we, all right, we'll come back I did do my favourite one I've owned. It's not right. that interesting, but go oh, on. Oh, no, this one's great. You can't you can't miss, leave this one. Like, this is the best car ever made. Oh, go on, then. Go on, impress us. Go for it. Mazda MX-5. God damn it, you took mine. Well, maybe the RX-7 is better, but in some ways really MX-5 highly MX-5 is but brilliant to drive, the Mark 1. Mazda Miata in some countries was called or whatever. Definitely well, well mine was an Unos, which is the early Japanese import one. Which you have no. bought off me, yeah. Alex. Nineteen ninety eight. And now my dad's no, no, it. Nineteen eighty nine. Alex, what did you do to it? The car that Chris had for how many years? I had it like five years. You had it for six months. No, I didn't. No, know. I had no, it for like three years. Yeah, I had it for yeah. like uh, three years. Yeah, I uh, Great car. basically absolutely. Brilliant. I basically didn't like it being standard. It was too slow, so I put RX seven parts into it, a racing clutch, and I made a ridiculous exhaust, and then I crashed it. In- <laughs> injectors, you put the injectors. Oh yeah, in I, well, I put uh, big injectors in a nineteen eighty six RX seven airflow meter, half a turbo kit, which I never finished. Uh, and a ridiculous exhaust system that came out behind the back wheels. It was mint. Side exit exhaust. That's it, side Both exit. Sides. It does sound wicked, though. And you stiffened yeah. up the, what they call the bracing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I put all the anti-roll bar stuff in. And it goes around a corner. Oh, it's amazing. Right. It's like, it's a, like go-kart. a go-kart. It's brilliant. It's amazing car. Great reliable, useless, though. really reliable. Oh, yeah, it was incredibly reliable, yeah. It's a great car. Awesome car. I, I might have yeah. to try and buy it back off you, Dad. <laughs> 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 we'll end it on that. We'll have a break and we'll come back. Well, that's this week's episode of Musicians and Man Caves done. So please share this podcast with your friends and family. Without you guys, we cannot keep putting these out. So a bit of support, a quick thumbs up, or a little comment at the bottom. That will really help us so we can put some more of these out each week. So you can subscribe on our YouTube channel. This will also uh, give you the heads up of when the next episode is coming out. Or you can check us out on Facebook. In fact, the YouTube channel is Dreaded Monkey UK. Facebook channel is Dreaded Monkey Music and the Instagram page is at Dreaded underscore Monkey underscore Official. So that's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, the usual. Uh, We've had an absolute blast doing this so it's been great fun and a big learning curve so we look forward to doing lots more in the future for you. So one last thing, we are hoping to get these out on the big podcast forums or whatever you want to call them. That's iTunes, Podbean, places like that. All links will go on our social media pages in the upcoming episodes. So, well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Toodaloo.